fellow wonders in the fourth dimension and welcome to the greatest show in the galaxy i am emma he is mike and oh my god um news 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 um <laughs> i would think we should take a moment of silence for our own credibility because it is dead yep because <laughs> we put ourselves out there didn't we mm-hmm. and we said there is no way on earth bradley Walsh is the new companion. Don't be so stupid. It has come from sh- notoriously shit sources. Of course, it's not him. And then, <laughs> and then the new. And the, when did the news come out? I want to say it wasn't all that long ago. No, Friday. Ah, uh, yes, Sunday. 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 That's Sun- it. Yes, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, so yes, in case you're not exactly au fait with what's occurred, uh, basically. Um, they have announced some changes to the lineup. So we're going to have three new companions, mm-hmm. uh, one of which is uh, the Mr. Bradley Walsh that we so vigorously poo-pooed <laughs> a few months, a few weeks ago. Um, and the other two who escaped my memory now. So do you want to just uh, <laughs> let me pass the football to you? Yes, well, <laughs> joining him is uh, Mandeep Gill and Tosin Cole. Yes. Um, oh, and... Between the three of them have uh, racked up quite an impressive resume in the soap operas of yes. this fair nation of ours. Uh, Bradley Walsh is probably best known currently for uh, hosting the game show The Chase. Yes. Um, he also appears in Law & Order UK alongside Peter Davison. Um, mm-hmm. And he is a Coronation Street alum, so it's ITV covered. Yeah. With Law and Order, mm-hmm. um, is that sort of deceased now? Because that, what they used to do with our with our Law and Order is that um, they would film two series back to back, and then they would put them on kind of in sort of nine month increments. Yeah. So it's been a couple of years since the last series, so I think that's probably now uh, twenty fourteen now passed last, on. Uh, well, here's the thing, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Stop you if you've heard this one before. It's yep. not cancelled. They're just not making it for a while. <laughs> it's just resting. Yeah. <laughs> it's pining for the fjords. It is, yeah. yeah. Well, say, I mean, um, it's sort of a place where sci-fi actors ended up, actually. In this, because Jamie Bamber was in it. Yeah, that's true. And Free Badgerman was in it. Yeah. So it, it kind of had... Um, it was one of the things that Bradley Walsh, I think, is mainly known for sort of being a, you know, I want to say like a light entertainment kind of guy. Yeah. That's but very, he's actually... Yeah, because, I mean, I think he got it... Didn't he get a start on television proper um, doing the National Lottery? I think so. I want to say something like that. So he's sort yeah. of the... He is like... Cause, um, I don't know if people... Do they have the chase outside outside Britain? I think there might be an international the chase. I thought. I'm sure there is an American the chase, but just in case. Have a look. It's basically... It's a, it's, a, it's a game show, essentially, that you have four mm. normals from everyday walks of life. Actually, a good mate of mine was on the chase, um, <laughs> which was quite funny, um, who pit their wits against one kind of super brain mm. and uh, they earn money for the team and then at the end they have to answer as many questions as they can um, and then the super brain person then tries to catch them mm-hmm. and then beat their total. And if they beat their total, they don't get any money. Hence, yeah. it's called the chase. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there's, there is a United States version as well as Australia, China, Croatia, Germany, Norway, Russia, Serbia, and Turkey, and Israel. So, there you go. It's pretty comprehensively covered then. Yeah. 
<laughs> so it's I think I've explained the chase to people who know full well what the chase is. Anyway, mm-hmm. moving on. Yes. So what about our uh, our new other two? Yes, Mandy Gill, um born nineteen eighty eight, um, is probably best known uh here for appearing in the soap opera Hollyoaks. Uh, as Phoebe Jackson, who was uh, later killed off, as is their want. And uh, yes. Hollyoaks is one of those shows where there's, um, shall we say, quite a high turnaround in casts. Yeah, I mean, because it was, I remember, because I remember when they started Hollyoaks. I mean, because th- mm. that's the thing, new soaps don't come around very often. No. Like, we have, we have sort of like, I would say, the big... Well, the big three, three in this country yeah. is Eastenders, yeah. Coronation Street, and, and Emmerdale. Yeah, and there used to be other ones that were notoriously El Dorado and Brookside mm-hmm. and yeah. things like that. Um, what was that one for but... Channel Five when they started? When Channel Five started, what was that? Was I want to say Family Affairs had... or something? Yeah, and didn't they? Because they show Neighbours as well now at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Home and Away, and Home and Away. And and they showed some of the American ones, like uh, there was one called Sunset Beach, which we all used to watch at school because <laughs> it was absolutely batshit. Um, <laughs> as uh, as um, American uh, soaps tend to be, yeah, not to can. disrespect you, but they can be nutty butty. Um, but so Hollyoaks, I think, when did Hollyoaks start? I want to say the ni- mid 90s somewhere. I'm probably completely Ooh, wrong. Good question. 1995. Oh, wow. yes. Bang, straight in the middle. Um, so, yeah, blimey, that's a 20-year-old soap opera. Because that's the God thing. New, new soaps that come around and then catch on don't come around very much. The no, no, soap no. operas we tend to have mm-hmm. um, are, are sort of old. Yeah. Like, Hollyoaks is considered new still. And like I say, it's 22 years old now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It, it, I remember when it, when it started, it was sort of pitched as kind of the edgy kind of young adult kind mm. of not fuddy-duddy kitchen sink sort of stuff like yeah, um, yeah. EastEnders and all that and Emmerdale are. Um, it was, and I remember it, it was sort of quite notorious in the beginning of its run for being quite controversial. Like, mm. um, I remember very, very sort of, it, sort of early on in its run, it had a, had a, a, a storyline about a, a young lad who was raped by another man. Yeah. And that, that at the time was like, whoa, it was mm-hmm. pretty, it was, um, you know, there was a lot of stuff about it on other shows, and sort of. So it would, it had sort of, it sort of took over from the Brookside legacy. So Brookside was a was sort of another sort of kitchen sink type thing, and it was in Liverpool mm-hmm. area, and that had it was you know the the first uh, female to female kiss I think on e- British TV possibly. Yes. It had a very infamous murder subplot as well. Mm-hmm about burying someone under a patio, which has sort of become pop culture second <laughs> language in this country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Hollyoaks sort of took its, uh, um, it, it's kind of, it once, once Brookside had, had, had uh, kind of wrapped up, Hollyoaks mm-hmm. kind of stepped into its, its shoes really as the kind of more edgy soap opera. Yeah. So you will find that quite a few of our, not so much anymore, but it used to be that a few years ago that a lot of the young talent actors mm. would have sort of cut their teeth doing Hollyoaks. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, the, like we'll probably get into, um, there's kind of quite a precedent actually for um, Doctor Who companions who first like started out in soaps. Cause I mean, I think uh, Jenna Coleman started out in Emmerdale, didn't she? Yeah. And, um, but I mean like Mandy Gill, uh, apart from like Hollyoaks, which is a sort of arguably a big thing. Um, she's sort of like just had like a few like, parts here and there um 
I think a most um, a second biggest role is probably uh, in the BBC One sort of mid-afternoon drama series Doctors, where she appeared for a few episodes. Yeah, um, she's also appeared in Casualty, uh, The Good Karma Hospital, and she's done a few other things. Um, so, and then we move on to Tosin Cole, who mm-hmm. um, is another newcomer, and uh, he also was in Hollyoaks along with. Uh, Mandeep, but uh, he also appeared in EastEnders, kind of, sort of, right. because he appeared in a little thing called EastEnders E20. Which, oh, yes, if the experiment. Yeah, the experiment, which was um, quite unusual, I think, for the day. I mean, mm. it's, it's, I don't, I don't even it's think... It was only a couple of years ago, wasn't it, E20? It was um, 2010. Oh, blimey, that's much like that's again, look, you, the time squash of be, getting older. I don't know, but it feels like that was five minutes ago. But yeah, because there was that thing of the again, sort of in, in looking at the face of Holly Oaks doing numbers, mm-hmm. the people at EastEnders in their wisdom sort of said, we need a young and edgy EastEnders. Yeah. So yeah, E20 was the result. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, like, wasn't that sort of the year? Do you remember that Spooks had that sort of teen edgy spin off thing? God. Oh, do you know what that sounds familiar? Sorry, I'm, there's going to be a yeah. lot of looking things up. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of looking things up and tangents because mm-hmm. it, you sort of end up going down the British TV rabbit hole because this is how you find these people. I think that much like if I use a sports analogy, people will watch the tape of mm-hmm. you, you know, from other games that you've played. Yeah. I think that people send out tapes of them doing things and, you know, they end up on getting calls for things like Doctor Who mm-hmm. because really I think they take a lot of the the people from soaps because obviously you have to be pretty versatile to do a soap mm-hmm. there's a lot going on especially if you're in a major storyline um and really I think the other thing is as well can can you cope with the hours that mm. Doctor Who oh, demands yeah. of you because the only people that work harder are the people who make Doctor Who are the people who make soaps. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's, it's 12, 14, 16 hour days. It's yep. six days a week. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, night shooting. It's everything. So yeah. if you can stick with doing a soap, then you can probably manage Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, like East End is E20 getting back to that. It was also quite experimental because it was um, broadcast on the internet wasn't yes. even like broadcast on like live. Um, as for spooks, uh, there was like a spin-off called Code Nine. I don't know if that's, that's what you're thinking of. That's oh, what right. I was thinking of. Yes. Yeah, because it was that, and there was the uh, movie The Greater Good. The Greater Good. <laughs> yeah, I watched. I think I watched that. Yeah, because it's got mm. in from um, Game of Thrones in it, isn't it? Yeah. But um, the most interesting thing about Tosin Cole, we can report, is that he was in Star Wars: The Force Awakens as an X-wing pilot, Lieutenant Bastion. Well, I was going to say that's a that's a pension for, mm-hmm. to begin with, yeah. Because uh, the the conventions will have you. Let me mm-hmm. let me say that <laughs> I've been to more than a few of those, um, you know, those conventions where <clears throat> they have a lot of people signing, mm-hmm. and literally, if there wasn't a board of some of these people with a screenshot of them in the film, I wouldn't know who they were. <laughs> and that's no disrespect to them. No, no, no. But if you're under three inches of latex, I just have to take your word for it that you're in it, frankly. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> so. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there are our companions, effectively. Yeah, so the main thing I want to drill into with this is three. Mm. Three companions. Yeah. It's um, been a while. Yeah, no um, kidding. 
And the, the problem is, the last time we had a trio of companions, it was either very good or the 80s. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, I think that it's significant that a lot of when you talk about the 80s stuff, mm-hmm. that people go on and on about the crowded TARDIS, the crowded TARDIS. Yeah. And I mean, there's no I mean, obviously, we've seen three of them here. But I mean, there's, you know, just sort of trying to think outside the box. There's no guarantee that they're going to be all three of them all the time. It might mm. be, you know, there's only two for a bit and then Bradley Walsh comes in or vice versa or they're in, they're out, you know. So I don't think it. I, I'm not sure it's going to be all three of them all the time mm. because, um, you know, I'm not sure how practical that is now because yeah. – Back in the day, when you had, especially in the 60s, when you had three of them, mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, because cam- companions now have lives and backstories and mm-hmm. parents and boyfriends and girlfriends and work and things like that. And you, because TV now is obviously, language is much different from what in the 60s, mm-hmm. people expect that from the, they want whole people. Yeah. So if you've got three of them at once that you've got to introduce mm-hmm. and have all backstories, mm-hmm. how the fuck are you going to do anything with Jodie Whittaker? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, I mean, that's, that's the big thing about um, when they put out the press release is we only get like the, their characters names and mm. we don't even know. It's like what relation they are to one another. I mean, like no. Bradley Walsh is starring is, uh, is appearing as Graham. Um, Tosin Cole is Ryan and Mandeep Gill is playing Yasmin. But we don't, I mean, are they a family? Is like Graham sort of like the dad character and the the two younger actors are his charges or, you know, offspring or adopted offspring or whatever? You know, or he's, is he a... Is he a lecturer or something like yep. that? These are his students or, yeah. you know, are two of them in a relationship mm-hmm. and one of them is like a friend? Or I mean, because that's the weird thing. If you're going to pick up three disparate people like yeah. we did in the 60s, you know, like say, obviously, in the, the second wave of uh, our, our having three in the three companions in the TARDIS, because mm-hmm. um, obviously in the first wave, Ian and Barbara know each other already mm-hmm. and are probably shagging, let's be true. And <laughs> and Susan is the doctor's grandchild. Mm-hmm. So you have like a set like sort of a two twos and then it makes sense that all three of them are there at once because obviously mm-hmm. Ian and Barbara have a connection to Susan. Yeah. But when you hit the second phase of having three, it's just that they've been picked up over time and you mm. ended up with three of them. Mm. But the other thing that's come out with this press release is that the te- the thing that we talked about, was it last show? The, the, yeah. the, 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 the 10 episodes of 50 minutes thing. So it's not going to be an hour. Mm. It's going to be 50 minutes. We're only getting five extra minutes on this show now. Yeah. And I think, I've, if anything, that's the sort of big disappointment. It's not so much yes. the 10 episodes, it's the 50 minutes. Yeah, it is because obviously, if we're going, if we're losing two episodes, that's an hour and a half of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Five minutes on each one is fifty minutes. Yeah, yeah. so ultimately, we're losing an episode's worth mm-hmm. of Who, forty minutes worth. Although, to be fair, I think the third episode is going to be an hour. So right, okay, we, so it we, kind of yeah. So it's, we're yeah. still losing about thirty odd minutes worth. Yeah. So. I'm curious how we're going to, if they are going to have all three at once, introduce 
three new people into the show mm-hmm. when we're trying to establish Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. Now, I appreciate that obviously they're, you know, Chibnall is saying, you know, it's business as usual. It's just a doctor. She knows she's got tits now. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of that thing of, are we not, you know, we're just not going to deal with it. It's just going to be like, oh, you know, she's the doctor now and that's it. So we're mm. not going to have an episode about, you know, her freaking out or something like that it's just going to be straight on in the TARDIS adventures and these three come to mm. um, in which case then fine but I'm just I think three is a lot yeah and I, mean, I, I just feel like it's going to take away from Jodie yeah I mean again like especially when we say you know the, these episodes are only be five minutes longer and we've got fewer yeah. of them Yes. Um, so I think, like you said, I think the only logical way they could do it is maybe just like have a, like a bit of a rotation. Because I don't. Yeah. I mean, you can maybe just like, and again, we don't even know. Like, yes, we've got ten episodes, fifteen minutes apiece, and apart from the opener, which is an hour, but still not uh, particularly long. No. We don't know what format this series is coming in. Is exactly. It, we don't know if they... it's two parters or. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we could probably presume. Episodes nine and ten are going to be a two-parter finale. It's Maybe like, it's it sort of stands to reason because that's kind of what we've more or less had throughout Doctor Who's run so Return. far. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, it's just yeah, and and like you say, you've also got to establish Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. You know how what what what's she what what's the dynamic going to be? Yeah, because the the dynamic is my other big worry. Mm. Particularly, it was my reservation about the Bradley Walsh casting as soon as it was mentioned. Mm. In the, especially as you know, this is where I go as a woman part. I think that men don't appreciate (laughs) when, as a woman, if you're with an older man, Mm -hmm. how everyone talks to him and not you. Yeah. It has happened. It happens all the time. Like if I'm with my dad, Mm -hmm. my husband is older than me. If we're out. Yeah. And if we're like, say, we're talking to a professional, like we, we moved house, we had our windows done, they will talk to him and mm-hmm. not you. And I, what I was worried about from minute one, yeah. if you're going to have an older male character and everyone will talk to him and then you're going to have a thing of like, hang on a minute, I'm the doctor, hello, yeah, talk to me. And there's going to be a big gender politics thing because I'm worried as well that when you bring in an older male character like that, mm-hmm. Is he going to be her dad? Because I, you know, it's it's that dynamic, mm. and or is he going to try and be her dad? And I don't want yeah. that in this show because mm. this is what I was worried about. Yeah, that it, it the, the gender politics of it is going to become the focus. Of, of, it's it's going to happen. I don't see how they can not. Do you mm. see what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I just I I just don't think men appreciate what that's like. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. You see what you mean. I mean, I don't know. I mean, unless... I mean, you could probably play that for laughs a little bit. And then, you know, the Doctor sort of like puts a foot down and goes, no, hang on a second. But, you know, then you're going to have some nutters on the internet. So I go, well, you know... Uh, SJWs and uh, this wouldn't you know you know what's going to happen they're going to go to like you know some part of ancient world Mm. and it will be like oh in those days this wouldn't have happened the women wouldn't have done this or that and it's going to everything I was frightened of Mm. is you know 
the, the thing that I keep sort of looking at, I've been looking over like the, the press release. Mm. The one thing I keep noticing is that at no part are Bradley Tozen or Mandy referred to as companions. Well, I mean, this is it. I mean, we, I, I, to be honest, I mean, because I thought, I think we both felt that this sort of warranted a full discussion because it's big news, obviously. Mm-hmm. But this press release is extremely bare bones. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's literally like, here are these, this is their name, that's it. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's going to be the, the companion, like I say, the dynamic is going to be key here because mm-hmm. I just, I can't see myself that they're going to have all three of them, you know, there's going to be episode one mm-hmm. and, you know, we have obviously, because the first episode is always like the regeneration trauma and all that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so are we going to have all that? Mm-hmm. and pick up three new people and learn mm. about them and then you know that's episode one i feel like yeah. that that can't be right yeah I, I think the only the only logical way i mean certainly in, in terms of bradley walsh and i don't want to sound like we're sort of hating on him being included you know yeah good good, good luck to him but like, he's, kind of... he's got the ability to do it isn't he yeah, I, mean, I mean he's got the he's he's a good actor yeah i'm not gonna, put, you know, I'm not gonna say that he isn't and it's and it's not like he's a stranger to the doctor who universe because he appeared in sarah jane adventures that's true um so i, I, I can i think the way i the way i'm sort of like picturing it right now and again probably gonna be completely wrong yeah. but um <laughs> well both of us have you know i think yeah <laughs> But I, I kind of see Bradley Walsh being sort of like Brian from season yeah. seven. So a recurring character, maybe has the odd trip in the TARDIS, mm. but not sort of like, do you know what I mean? I think, I think maybe it's like Tosin and uh, Mandeep will probably be the main quote unquote companions, if that makes sense. Yeah, and then he just like appears like for a few minutes here and there. Maybe so like pictures like like Nardole and sort of early series ten. Yeah, that's what I was wondering because I just I just think the three all at once is just impractical yeah. with the time that they've got. So yeah, I think it's either going to be it's got to be sort of it like I think they've sort of become more comfortable with this idea of that the companions aren't there all the time that they sort of wrote they, they come in and out you know they mm-hmm. go back to their lives they come back in and, and that sort of thing so i do wonder if like you say it's going to be maybe one or two of them who are in who are in there sort of all the time mm-hmm. and then you have people coming in and out well, even like you know to the level that maybe danny did that he was mm. he sort of turned up most episodes but he wasn't in them if you see what i mean he yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. the main focus yeah I mean, it could be that, you know, Yasmin and Ryan are sort of boyfriend-girlfriend, so it could have a bit yeah. of, like, Mickey Rose dynamic. So, say, I don't know, say Yasmin is the Doctor's main companion, and then Ryan comes in for a few episodes, and then uh, Graham, Bradley Walsh's character, tags along for one of them or something like that. So, you know, it's it's entirely feasible. It's just... Like, like I say, that, like, the concern is that it's all three all the time and yeah i mean especially it's especially egregious when you've got like the three companions in like earlier doctor who you've got to try and to set roles for them you know I mean, yeah it's 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 difficult enough like even if you like sort of like paired them off or so like, say you've got like the doctor and ryan 
go do this one thing and you've got Graham and, Ma- and Yasmin doing thing B. You know, yeah. you still got to juggle those plot lines. And then, you know, like in some serials, you'd have like plot A where it's the Doctor and this companion, and then plot B is companion two getting kidnapped, and plot three is companion C. No, wait, I'm getting this mixed up, but you, get, you know what I mean <laughs> no, no, now. No, you're right. It's like it's like how they used to do Star Trek. So, yeah. like, it would be, you'd have, like, the A plot, like you say. So, say it's Next Generation. So, you'd have, like, Picard and Data are having the problem, uh, are solving the problem. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have some little cutaway B bits where it's like, you know, Deanna's having a headache about something. Mm-hmm. So, um... Okay. It... <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, you could do it like that, but... Again, you've only do you know, got 15 Do you know minutes. what I'm worried about? I, mm. I just feel like... I mean, obviously, because... Uh, sort of thinking back to last year and how they did it. Mm-hmm. If you include Bill's evil stepmother, mm-hmm. it's sort, I wonder if it's going to be sort of that dynamic that, you know, you'll just have one of them at home and then one main one and one who pops in every so often. So, like how they did Series 10. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I just feel like, why do a press release about it if if they're all not in it all the time? Do you see what I mean? Yeah. You know, if if one of them's only going to be like a, a character who sort of pops in and out, mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate because Bradley Walsh is obviously, you know, a star. So, mm-hmm. you know, you would expect that they would get some sort of billing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if you think back to me when we've had fairly big names in it before mm-hmm. you know they uh, frank skinner for instance yeah. who i would probably put on the same fame level bracket as bradley walsh yeah um you know didn't get a big about him being in it did it no. you know and so i just don't know why you would bother doing this big sort of photo call and all this sort of stuff if they're not all gonna be in it. important enough yeah if they're not mm. gonna get the minutes so I'm just, I'm extremely confused. I mean, because like I say, when I saw the photo and it was three of them and I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, I think we should maybe talk a bit about why, you know, because I think in, in the 60s it kind of worked because not that the Doctor wasn't in it as much. The Doctor wasn't, you know, as much at the forefront maybe perhaps, especially first mm. Doctor. I mean, it was more, it was kind of the Barbara and Ian show at points yeah. where the doctor comes up and just bitches at him for a while. Mm. Um, and um, I think in, in, in the second wave of three, so Ben, Polly, Jamie, mm-hmm. it, they weren't all together for a long time, were they really? No. They sort of, it was a more of like an overlapping thing mm-hmm. that, you know, Ben and Polly kind of filtered off and then we left with Jamie. Yeah. But then, when we had the 80s three, so Nissa and Tiga, uh, Nissa and Adric, mm-hmm. and that was when the strain really showed. Mm-hmm. Um, because although they all came in one one at a time, um, they sort of put themselves in, in a bind that meant they had all three. Mm-hmm. And I think as with it, it was they it was sort of at the dawn of giving companions lives. I mean, because Tegan... Yeah, you know, has a family and has a job that she's trying to get back to, and you know, Nissa's got horrendous PTSD from her planet blowing up, which we're not dealing with apparently. No, and you know, it's all <laughs> never that. Never mention so, again. <laughs> never mention it again. And Adric's Adric, so you're trying yeah. to juggle all these things, and mm-hmm. it. I don't know. It's because 
the the chemistry between the three of them, mm-hmm. or the four of them, I should say, is you know, you know, not as harmonious as the previous mm. sets. Um, I mean, because obviously in the storyline you have Tegan who really doesn't want to be there really, and like I say, you know, N- uh, Nissa is <laughs> horrendously traumatized, and Adric's a annoying spod you know so <laughs> it's like trying to juggle all those three personalities with the doctor mm-hmm. who's much different from the the overwhelming personality of tom baker mm-hmm. so you're trying to sort of get out from under that shadow as well um and because because the 80s was such a strange time and trying to deal with that dynamic and the way that they shoot tv is very is sort of well i want to say stuck in the 80s compared to the rest of TV that was sort of moving on because mm. when you watch Doctor Who from the eighties, it's very stagey. You have people yep. standing in a semicircle talking and it looks like, you know, a stage play they're just filming. Mm-hmm. And obviously I know that TV techniques has moved on enough that you can, you can cope with all these people. I mean, if you go back to our, our series 10 finale, you had both masters and bill and Nardo and mm-hmm. the doctor mm-hmm. and you managed, you know, it didn't look like that. It was much more dynamic, but um, I do worry like I say, with you, you can't get around this amount of bodies if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I mean, even then, you know, it, d- it depends on like what kind of episodes they do. I mean, if they do sort yeah. of like smaller, smaller scope uh, of episodes, then yeah, you could probably get away with it. But then if you've got like sort of, I don't want to say like big ensemble pieces, but you know what I mean. So like, obviously, like the series finale is mm. going to be pretty big. Like it usually is. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like? I mean, I'm sort of now you say that I'm sort of worried that obviously because all these people need lives, do you sort of worry a little bit? This is going to be a soap opera. That it's going to be, mm. you know, them three having problems, you know, and uh, uh, it, it's. I mean, obviously, when it's one companion, mm-hmm. you can deal with one set of problems, yeah, and you can wrap that into the the overarching storyline as we have done since the series has come back. Mm-hmm. But if I just don't think you can give three companions that level of attention, no, um, and have a new doctor who's mm-hmm. trying to establish who she is, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just I think yeah, I just I'm quite worried about how they're going to juggle all of this and not turn it into four people standing in the TARDIS arguing or mm. wanting to do this or wanting to do that and have, um, you know, all the aliens and stuff, which we, which we all want. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm just, um, I, I can't believe that it's going to be all three of them all at once. It's got to be some sort of modular companion mm. can put together. Yeah. Which I think would be actually quite interesting. Yeah. Um, because I mean, obviously, like like we said, you know, we're used to like the companions sort of like ducking in and out. I mean, it happened with the ponds, it happened with um, Clara, um, Bill, kind of, sort of, I suppose. Um, yeah, but we didn't well, really you, get you... to see much of a like home life apart from which the... was one of our big yeah. problems with it, sort of fundamentally. Yeah. <laughs> um... So, yeah, so um, I do I do wonder if they're trying... Maybe series... I mean, because obviously Chibnall didn't write series 10, hmm. but I wonder if they're trying to prepare us for this, you know, a much less companion life stuff. Because, you know, like I say, hmm. we had massive problems with how they did Bill's backstory. Yeah. Um, and, and the whole uh, Danny Clara thing, we... Um weren't big on either so yeah, I mean, yeah maybe, because, maybe that's what maybe this is it maybe this is 
the trying to move away from the yeah. more soapy elements and I don't know, maybe it's the way they think they can do is by having three of them. So you haven't just haven't got time. We haven't yeah. got time to do it. We've got to we've got to go on you know, we've got to go on adventures. We haven't got yeah. time to, you know, sort out your your mum and your dad and all this sort of thing. It's it maybe that is I mean, the thought was just occurred to me now, but maybe that's what they're trying to do because yeah. Bill's backstory really is is extreme is only vaguely sketched in mm-hmm. really yeah you don't you you know you don't know as much about her as you know anything about rose or martha or or um anyone really yeah. and the other thing is i mean we don't know how long they're sticking around for so maybe this is going to be played out a little bit longer so like if they're in if all three of them are in series say 11 and 12 at least for example yeah. you know maybe it'll we'll just like start off We'll have the new Doctor, she'll meet her companions, and they all start off and have adventures, and then you sort of like fill, backfill it in a little bit, and like mm, flesh them maybe. out a bit more. So maybe it's that. Um, but if they're sort of like trying to do away with like the soap opera uh, companion sort of backstory, home life and thing, that's a bit of a strange way to do it, mm. by sort of it crowding is, yeah. the TARDIS in that way. So... Well, I mean, that, that obviously it is there is a, a lot of conjecture on our part, but mm. I just I just feel like from what we've seen in series, but again, because Chibnall didn't write it, so we haven't really got any basis to mm. to kind of to any foundation to build on from what we can guess. Because obviously, we're having all these years of RTD and Moffat. Mm. When you've seen a bit of their work, you can kind of sort of guess where they're going with things, because obviously yeah. you've got their previous. Um, but with Chibnall, because we've got, I mean. I'm trying to think about his tortured episodes and things like that, but I mean, it's such a different kettle of fish. Mm. It's, I mean, we can only guess based on what we've seen from Bill, where they, I think that it was clumsily done, but they were trying to kind of ice, you know, trying to trying to give her to you as an old style companion of like, you know, here's a person and they travel with the TARDIS and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I wonder if. So if you had to guess, I mean, cause we, I think we, you know that's what we're doing today mostly. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the up, series ten with the reduced running and more time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, and with all these people, I wonder if they're going to finally do the one long story arc one that we think that we thought they might do at some point. Oh, it's like a more serialized sort of thing. Yeah, I could yeah, see just, that. And and just how... just do ten, like basically a block of ten, one continuous storyline all the way through. Well, it would be uh, a bold manoeuvre, I think. But I think that's the next place to go, I think. Because mm. um, obviously we've done we've done two-parters, we've done three-parters, we've yeah. had movies of the week, we've had, you know, series with kind of a background story arc, but mm. then individual episodes with the occasional part of, two-parter thrown in. I wonder if it's time to go all in. And then just, if, if you've got three of them, mm-hmm. and you're just doing one long continuous storyline... Yeah, this is the time. If you're gonna if you're gonna have all these people, this is yeah. the format to use them in. Surely, yeah. Fuck it. Why not? Why not? I mean, again, like we say, we we don't know. We no. we don't know how I mean, this but... is gonna shake out. But that it's it's probably the only like logical way of doing it without having like the modular companion thing. Mm. And then I think always... that's the only way they could do it because. Yeah. Having, if you're gonna have not gonna do modular companions, I just think even two parters aren't gonna be enough to mm. to get all the background stuff and the main storyline in. Yeah, it's. I just think that it's. I mean, obviously, 
you know, the obvious culprits for that would be another return of the side men or the Daleks, mm-hmm. um, you know, just stick them in one big scenario and then just run with it for 10 episodes. Yeah. You know, um, it, that is Chibnall's background. I mean, cause yeah, obviously Broadchurch. Broad yeah. Cause that, I mean, each, each series, although it's, you know, that it's, with just like one big serial, effectively. Yeah, do it like um, I think probably the best way, the best thing I can think of the the ones that are doing it at the moment, American Horror Story. You've seen yeah. any of those? Every although it's basically the, you know it's a horror TV show. Mm-hmm. Every year is a different storyline, and then they yeah. follow that storyline. But then they use a lot of the same actors every series. So um, yeah, so basically just follow one one thread for the whole 10 mm-hmm. so i mean this this could be you know the new who equivalent of the key to time for yeah. all we know yeah I so mean, that is the best example i can think of then for doctor doctor context mm-hmm. is the key to time yeah. or trial of a time lord <laughs> yeah well <laughs> trial of a time lord is uh <clears throat> Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I don't. Have you seen much? I've, obviously, I've seen some. That the reaction to the the casting of the companions, and obviously, there's people of color in there as well. Mm-hmm. That the reaction was pretty predictable, unfortunately, mm-hmm. of people saying, "Oh, get all this social justice out of my TV show." I'll just fuck off with that for a start. Um, I just don't even want to justify that with dignify that with response, essentially. Mm-hmm. But um, but um, yeah, have you seen much? I feel like you know the the lead that there we've lost two episodes has kind of been buried a bit. Have you seen much reaction to that? Because I really haven't. I haven't either. Actually, that's it's it's strange to mention that because I was sort of like, what? Well, don't see um, any mention because, of it. No. I mean, because because before years ago, before when there was any mention that there was going to be less episodes, I mean, God, the bloody internet just melted. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm just curious to see if you've seen much in the way of backlash, if you will, because I really haven't. I haven't either. To be, to be honest, I mean, a, a lot of people, like a lot of the tweets I've seen about the companions, like, oh, yeah, great, cool, let's see, uh, let's see how it works. Mm. Um... But as for like the shorter series, no, I have don't. I don't. I don't. I don't remember actually seeing anything either way. Actually, positive or negative, I don't think it's been mentioned at all. I don't think it's, it's kind of been slightly buried. Mm. Um, with uh, the announcement of the companions, but oh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm curious about that because, like I say, mm. I really thought there would be much more worry about that if mm. you see what i mean um but there really doesn't seem to have been um maybe i mean because when we talked about it uh in the previous show and we thought it was gonna be 10 60 minutes mm-hmm. we were quite positive about that because yeah. it enables them to do longer episodes and we're getting essentially the same amount of food but in a slightly different configuration mm-hmm. see now we're getting less who um yeah. so maybe it's not a significant people have just seen the 50 minutes and gone oh, oh well that's fine mm-hmm. it essentially works out the same it's good enough sort of thing yeah so i wonder if there's going to um you know there's as things come out about the series people will start going hang on a minute mm. you know why is it less but at the moment the, the focus is is massively on the companions i can only think as well that they must be going into production soon so they mm-hmm. don't want to be long lensed yeah probably. um 
which again, that obviously there's a lot of people complaining about. I wish I didn't know. Mm. It, it's just not practical in this day and age. No. You know, the sun will have it. Oh, yeah. You know, and once again, this was front page news. Mm. The announcement of the companion. So there's just, although people sort of pretend that maybe you know Doctor Who isn't as big a deal as it used to be, it still gets some traction. It still gets it still gets traction. It still gets column inches. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's still kind of a big deal. So um, they obviously wanted to get ahead of the curve and and announce it themselves, mm-hmm. um, which is which is fair enough. So yeah, uh, oh, yeah the only there's... thing sorry um, that sort of got buried as well um was the announcement that uh, sharon dolores clark is going to be uh getting a recurring role in the 11 series so um ronnie <laughs> oh god <laughs> you know that would be oh man you know that would be that would be what they would do because obviously they've killed inverted commas off the master mm. <laughs> so they're like oh let's get a girl one in to go with our girl doctor <laughs> oh man <laughs> So what's the, what's that what's that lady been in then? Um, um, she has she's mostly known for being in uh, Holby City. Uh, oh, another another the, soap opera essentially. The, the spin, well, the spin-off uh, from Casualty. Casualty. Yeah, so uh, for people not of this country, we have kind of a a, a hospital-based soap opera subdivision, mm-hmm. which is Casualty, which is kind of the daddy of them all. Holby City, which is the the spin-off of Casualty, which mm-hmm. is essentially the same from what I can tell. Um, and Doctors, which is on after the news in the afternoon and is watched basically by pensioners, students, <laughs> and the unemployed. Um, so uh, it's. Um, yeah, my nan used to really like doctors because she mm. fell into the pensioner category. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, we get most again. Most actors in this country will pass through either Casualty or Holby City at some point, mm-hmm. which is um, in the as well, actually. So yeah, probably mostly known for her theatre work. Actually, um, she is probably maybe it's arguably best known for being uh, playing Killer Queen in uh, We Will Rock You. Okay. Yeah. Um... And, you know, I think she was uh, a musical adaptation of Ghost, um, Romeo and Juliet at the Rose Theatre, Kingston. Um, so, yeah, she's. I think she's more of a thesp uh, than, yes. than Telebox. Yeah, but I, you know, I think that. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, that that is that is sort of the wheelhouse where Doctor Actor, Doctor Who actors come from these mm-hmm. days. Well, Some I mean, it's a bit yeah. of theatre, a bit of telly. Yeah, because um, I mean, mostly a theatre actor, wasn't she? Yes, exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's it, it's not unusual. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, I, I think on the day that the Rani finally appears in the show, I think that might be when, you know, they've nuked the fridge in this series, you know what I mean, or jump the shark as it used to be known. Um, it, it's one of those things that comes up every single year. Um, and... I'm less enthusiastic about it every single time they it comes up. <laughs> yeah. Because Kate O'Mara was very unique mm. and I think that because you've only really seen her be the mm. Rani. It's not like you've seen like you see lots of masters. Yeah. There's only one Rani as mm-hmm. far as we're concerned. I mean, although she is a time lord. Um so I can see why it keeps coming up because it's one of those. There's not obviously apart from the monsters, there's not a huge amount of 
connecting up people, if you see what I mean, especially mm-hmm. in the Time Lord side. So you kind of have this one thing that they've never gone back to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, every female character, any female that's, that's, you know, a little bit older, mm-hmm. who gets cast in Who, everyone says, is it the Rani? <laughs> and I want to kill myself a little bit more because... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, cause do you remember when there was the when they the, the um, end of time? Oh no, not the end of time. Uh, last of the Time Lords when they mm. um, when they cremate when the master is cremated and oh, yeah. the, the 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 hand with the the painted nails picks up the ring. Mm-hmm. It was like that's the Rani. <laughs> no, oh, it was just some nope. rando cult member. I still yes, cannot get over that. I still can't get over it. Um, see, see our, see our previous episodes for uh, for further information on that. Mm. But yeah, I just feel like it comes up every time, and I feel like it's is someone going to finally crack and put her in it? Um, um, I was going to say I wouldn't put it past Chibnall, <laughs> frankly. Um, but I just feel like what space is she going to inhabit now we've had Michelle Gomez? Mm. Because you know, if you're going to be the Rani. That is how I imagine the Rani would be. You see what I mean? Yeah. Unless, unless you sort of like try and play her a little bit more sinister than uh, Kate O'Mara's incarnation. Do you know what they should do for a laugh? Is cast a bloke ah. and regenerate into a man. <laughs> that, that would... that's, that's the thing yeah. to do. <laughs> oh... Well, hell, that, that, well. that would be maximum trollage. Yeah, but because I, like, I mean, when the Rani first came in, everyone was a bit like, "Why?" Because she, <laughs> she's essentially the master, but more of a science, evil scientist. Yeah, you know, just I don't want to compare her to a Nazi, but obviously, if if the master is like, you know, I don't want to say Hitler, more like Goebbels, um, the Rani is Doctor Mengele. Mm. Yeah, she, um, yeah, she was yeah. kind of like a. A batty evil experiments going on. Yeah, it's highly sinister, sort of, um, you know, genetic manipulation type mm-hmm. things. Um, Landmines that turn people into trees. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'm so shit. <laughs> we should do Mark of the Rani one of these days, shouldn't we? Oh, maybe we should. Just for a laugh, maybe yeah. we should do that. Yeah. Yeah, because if you want to see Perry get groped by a tree, perhaps we should make Rick watch it. Oh yeah, that'd be good. He would hate us for he would hate us forever if we yeah. made him watch that. So anyway, but we need, we need to um, keep him for like the sacred cow barbecues. We do, we do, we do. <laughs> that's right. Um, so yeah, anyway, so I, 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 you know, I, I would think for maximum, if 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 anyone was going to do it, I would thought it'd be Moffat because you know he is king mm. of the trolls. So oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so no. If, if, he, no, if he wasn't going to do it. But again, we don't fucking know anything. No. As proven by the fact this show exists. Because... <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk a good game, but really, we, we you know. That's we're, what makes you laugh when people tweet Jon me. Snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, people tweet us and say, you're the expert. It's like, what? No, no, we're not. <laughs> we're just two randos on the internet who yes. think we know stuff and we don't. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so that's, that's our thoughts about the companions and the new series outlet obviously if another major store i mean at the moment what we'll probably do is um if another major set of information comes out say about the format and episode title like we did last year our series like we've done last couple of years our series uh, nine and ten hype shows Mm -hmm. if um if another big load of information comes out we'll do a show on it if not um 
if things are just sort of tricking out in bits and pieces, we'll probably mention it at the top of a show when we do them next, and uh, yeah, and then um, then do a main show after that. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try and keep people up to date. But obviously, I appreciate that people who are listening may not want to know much more than what's out now. Mm. So we'll try and we'll try and do bits that are major because obviously people want to know what we think. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, we, we'll just uh, let things uh, happen as they as they come out. So. Mm-hmm. If you want to like share your thoughts about uh, the casting of the companions or the series new format, then you can do so at greatest show at simplysyndicate.com. Uh, you can tweet us at greatest show pod, or you can visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash greatest show podcast. Uh, please do check out our many sister shows on the network, and as always, we welcome your support. The best way you can help us out is by subscribing to Simply Everything, where a monthly fee of just £6 gives you an access to a library of podcasts not only from the network's archives, but also to shows that are exclusive to the service. We also have a merchandise store that offers apparel and accessories to both Europe and America. We also have a Patreon, or you can donate to the network through paypal.me, of which links to both are on the bottom of the website. So with that being said, thank you very much, Emma. Thank you, Mike. And until next time, take care and bye-bye. <laughs>